Thank you for tuning in to Songs of Praise from 3ABN Australia Radio. We trust you'll enjoy this musical selection to bring you peace, comfort and hope.
Songs of Praise endeavours to draw your heart, mind and soul to a close relationship with your Saviour, Jesus Christ.
beautiful Savior, precious Redeemer and friend. Who would have thought that a lamb could rescue the souls of men? Oh, you've rescued the souls of Counselor, Comforter, Keeper, Spirit we long to embrace. You offer hope when our hearts have hopelessly lost our way. Oh, our hearts always hung.
Sing. 
If you're enjoying this music, encourage your friends to listen to this program each week.
You are not a God created by human hands. You are not a God dependent on any mortal man. You are not a God in need of anything we can give by your plan. That's just the way it is. You are not a God created by human hands. You are not a God dependent on any mortal man. You are not a God in need of anything we can give by your plan. That's just the way it is. You are God alone. From before time began, you are on your throne. And you are God alone. And right now, in the good times and You're the only God whose name and praise will never end. You're the only God who's worthy of everything we can give. You are God. That's just the way it is. And you are God alone from before time began. Invite your family and friends to also enjoy songs of praise.
and now the sea is troubled, and the night has been so long, out on the open waters, and I'm praying for the dawn.
life's worth. Oh, could I sound the glories forth, which in my Savior shine. I'd soar and touch the heavenly strings, and vibe with Gabriel while he sings in notes almost divine, in notes almost divine. I'd sing the precious blood once spilled, my ransom from the dreadful guilt of sin and wrath divine. I'd sing His glorious righteousness in which all perfect heavenly dress. My soul shall ever shine, my soul shall ever shine. I'd sing the characters He bears and all the forms of love He wears. Exalted on His throne, in lofty songs of sweetest praise, I would to everlasting days make all His glories known. Make all His glories known. Well, the delightful day will come when He, dear Lord, will bring me see his face there with my savior brother friend a blessed eternity i'll spend triumphant in his grace triumphant in his
We here at 3ABN Australia Radio are delighted to share songs of praise with you. We look forward to your company next time. Welcome to 3ABN Australia Radio's book reading program. The book, The Ministry of Healing by Alan White, provides sound counsel regarding holistic health. It covers all aspects of living that contributes to good health like cheerfulness, fresh air, exercise, diet, and positive relationships with other people, to name a few. Crucial also is a personal relationship with our Creator, who gave us life and everything we need for health and happiness. In this book, Alan White deals with sickness of the soul and the healing balm to be found by trusting God in all things. Written in simple, beautiful language, ministry healing will point to a life full of joy and happiness, a life connected with the source of healing power. Let's join our book reader, Rosalie Ricards. Hello, this is Rosalie and I'm reading from the book Ministry of Healing by Alan White. Continuing chapter 28... Ministry of the Home How much such a welcome might do to cheer and encourage the missionary nurse or teacher, the care-burdened, hard-working mother, or the feeble and aged, so often without a home, and struggling with poverty and many discouragements. When you make a dinner or a supper, Christ says, don't call your friends or your brothers and sisters nor your next of kin, nor your rich neighbours, lest they also bid you again and recompense made back to you. But when you make a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, the blind, and you shall be blessed, for they cannot recompense you, for you shall be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Luke 14, 12 to 14. These are guests with whom it will lay on you no great burden to receive. You will not need to provide for them elaborate or expensive entertainment. You will need to make no effort at display. The warmth of a genuine welcome. A place at your fireside. A seat at your home table the privilege of sharing the blessing of the hour of prayer would to many of these be like a glimpse of heaven. Our sympathies are to overflow the boundaries of self and the enclosure of family walls. There are precious opportunities for those who will make their homes a blessing to others. Social influence is a wonderful power. We can use it, if we will, as a means of helping those about us. Our homes should be a place of refuge for the tempted youth. Many there are who stand at the parting of the ways. Every influence, every impression is determining the choice that shapes their destiny, both here and hereafter. Evil invites them. Its resorts are made bright and attractive. They have a welcome for every corner. All about us are youth who have no home and many whose homes have no helpful uplifting power and the youth drift into evil. 
they are going down to ruin within the very shadow of our own doors. These youth need a hand stretched out to them in sympathy. Kind words simply spoken, little attentions simply bestowed, will sweep away the clouds of temptation which gather over the soul. The true expression of heaven-born sympathy has power to open the door of hearts that need the fragrance of Christ-like words and the simple, delicate touch of the spirit of Christ's love. If we would show an interest in the youth, invite them either to our homes or to some public venue and surround them with cheering, helpful influences, there are many who would gladly turn their steps into the upward path. Subheading, Life's Opportunities. Our time here is short. We can pass through this world but once. As we pass along, let us make the most of life. The work to which we are called does not require wealth or social position or great ability. It requires a kindly, self-sacrificing spirit and a steadfast purpose. A lamp, however small, if kept steadily burning, may be the means of lighting many other lamps. Our sphere of influence may seem narrow, our ability small, our opportunities few, our acquaintances limited. Yet wonderful possibilities are ours through a faithful use of the opportunities of our homes or public halls. If we will open our hearts and homes to the divine principles of life, we shall become channels for the currents of life-giving power to these people. From our homes or public halls will flow streams of healing, bringing life and beauty and fruitfulness where now are barrenness and dearth. End of chapter 28. Chapter 29. The Builders of the Home. He who gave Eve to Adam as a helpmeet performed his first miracle at a marriage festival. In the festal hall where friends and kindreds rejoiced together. Christ began his public ministry. Thus he sanctioned marriage, recognizing it as an institution that he himself had established. He ordained that men and women should be united in holy wedlock to rear families whose members crowned with honour should be recognised as members of the family above. Christ honoured the marriage relation by making it also a symbol of the union between him and his redeemed ones. He himself is the bridegroom. The bride is the church, of which, as his chosen one, he says... You are all fair, my love, there is no spot in you. Christ loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it, that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives, Ephesians 5.25-28. The family tie is the closest, the most tender and sacred of any on earth. It was designed to be a blessing to mankind, and it is a blessing wherever the marriage covenant is entered into intelligently. 
in the fear of God and with due consideration for its responsibilities. Those who are contemplating marriage should consider what will be the character and influence of the home they are founding. As they become parents, a sacred trust is committed to them. Upon them depends in a great measure the well-being of their children in this world and their happiness in the world to come. To a great extent, they determine both the physical and the moral stamp that the little ones receive. And upon the character of the home depends the condition of society. The weight of each family's influence will tell in the upward or the downward scale. The choice of a life companion should be such as best to secure physical, mental and spiritual well-being for parents and for their children, such as will enable both parents and children to bless their fellow men and to honour their Creator. Before assuming the responsibilities involved in marriage, young men and young women should have such an experience in practical life as will prepare them for its duties and its burdens. Early marriages are not to be encouraged. A relation so important as marriage and so far-reaching in its results should not be entered upon hastily, without sufficient preparation and before the mental and physical powers are well developed. The parties may not have worldly wealth, but they should have the far greater blessing of health. And in most cases, there should not be a great disparity in age. A neglect of this rule may result in seriously impairing the health of the younger, and often the children are robbed of physical and mental strength. They cannot receive from an aged parent the care and companionship which their young lives demand, and they may be deprived by death of the father or the mother at the very time when love and guidance are most needed. It is only in Christ that a marriage alliance can be safely formed. Human love should draw its closest bonds from divine love. Only where Christ reigns can there be deep, true, unselfish affection. Love is a precious gift which we receive from Jesus. Pure and holy affection is not a feeling but a principle. Those who are actuated by true love are neither unreasonable nor blind. Taught by the Holy Spirit, they love God supremely and their neighbour as themselves. Let those who are contemplating marriage weigh every sentiment and watch every development of character in the one with whom they think to unite their life destiny. Let every step toward a marriage alliance be characterised by modesty simplicity, sincerity and an earnest purpose to please and honour God. Marriage affects the afterlife, both in this world and in the world to come. A sincere Christian will make no plans that God cannot approve. If you are blessed with God-fearing parents, seek counsel of them. Open to them your hopes and plans learn the lessons which their life experiences have taught and you will be saved many a heartache. Above all, make Christ your counsellor.
study his word with prayer. Under such guidance, let a young woman accept as a life companion only one who possesses pure, manly traits of character, one who is diligent, aspiring and honest, one who loves and fears God. Let a young man seek one to stand by his side who is fitted to bear her share of life's burdens, one whose influence will ennoble and refine him, and one who will make him happy in her love. A prudent wife is from the Lord. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She opens her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looks well to the ways of her household and eats not the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also and he praises her, saying, Many daughters have done virtuously, but you excel them all. He who gains such a wife finds a good thing and obtains favour of the Lord. This is from Proverbs 19, 14, Proverbs 31, verse 11, and 12, 26, 29, and then Proverbs 18, 22. To be continued. Join us again next time when Rosalie Rickards continues reading from the book The Ministry of Healing. Here on your station, 3ABN Australia Radio. Let's listen to William Ackland as he shares a psalm from his paraphrase of the Bible called The Gift. Today we have another psalm written by Asaph, Psalm 77. And the theme for this psalm is reassurance in God's redemption. I cried out to God, not in my heart, but with my voice. Yes, I lifted up my voice to God, and he graciously heard me. The very moment I was in trouble, I approached the Lord. I earnestly raised my hand in the night, as if to touch him, for I could not be comforted by family or friend. I remembered God. You heard my moaning. My thoughts were in turmoil, and my spirit was crushed. You kept me awake. My troubles were so deep, they made me mute. I meditated on the years long ago, the time when our ancestors walked the earth. I remembered a song I sang in the night, thinking of its comforting words, as my spirit sought to release from my sorrow. Will the Lord never open his arms to me? Will he look on me with favour again? Has the well of his mercy run dry? Has his love failed just when I need him? Has God's mercy left him? Has his anger overwhelmed his kindness? But then I thought, while my troubles have made me infirm, yet still I will remember when God's strong right hand helped me. I will recall all the wonderful works of the Lord. Surely I cannot forget what he has done. I will gain courage from all his great works, and instead of complaining, I will talk of these. 
for your ways, O God, are in the sanctuary. Who can match the greatness of our God? You perform wonders in the heavens and on the earth. You have shown your strength among the nations. Without help from another, you have saved your people, the descendants of Jacob and of Joseph. The waters became aware of you, O God. The waters saw you, as it were, and they were afraid. The great depths of the sea were disturbed before you. The water came in torrents from the clouds. The skies thundered in the storm as the arrows of lightning lit up the earth. You spoke through the thunder and in the tempest. The lightning made the night look like day and the earth shuddered and shook. You walked through the sea. Your path led through the turbulent waters, but the traces of your footsteps could not be found. You led your people like a flock of sheep by your shepherds, Moses and Aaron. Psalm 